Welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. This is your host, Darren Sargent. This is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Episode number 29. Wow. Today, the subject is wall in the head. Now, that may not make sense to you now, but stay tuned. I think it'll help you. Wall in the head. You know, over the last several years, there's been quite a bit of discussion about walls, specifically in the political realm. Now, I'm not here to talk about politics I'm not here to discuss any of that. I'll let I'll leave that to you, uh, you political people. But I am here to bring out something that I believe is very vital when it comes to advancing into the areas of success that I believe God desires for all of us to to move into. Now, no matter what your opinion may be about walls. Walls do serve a particular function. Now, some walls are built to keep people out. Some walls are built to keep people in. And others are built to give people the secure feeling of being protected from the outside forces of this world. Now, we don't live in cities anymore that have walls. But in biblical days, the wall was something that protected a city from the forces that were outside of the walls. Now, while walls and fences are certainly physical things, even imposing ones at that, a good deal of their power comes from elsewhere. Now, as their role in political discourses makes very clear, they're also things of our mind. And it's not necessarily something that's just a physical border. Now, let let me break it down for you this way. The Germans who seem to have a name for everything use the phrase and I'm going to I'm going to probably not say this correctly for any German speaking people out there, please forgive me. But the Germans use a phrase called Mauer um Kampf. Was that German enough? Mauer um Kampf. I even put a little accent to that. That's kind of cool. It literally means wall in the head. Now, this phrase refers to a phenomenon that I think we need to discuss. I grew up in the 80s. That was my teenage years. I graduated high school in 1987. So 80s music. Come on, somebody. But The Berlin Wall may have been torn down long ago, but many people in Germany still feel divided. I read an article about this not too long ago, and it caused me to kind of begin to think in this way. The wall is intact in their minds. It's been torn down, but still remains in their minds. Walls can be spectacular as architectural structures, but They can be even more fascinating as entities that inhabit our thinking and shape our identities and our ideals. 
Now, this was a, what was interesting in the article that I read. It is said that many Germans, both East and West, struggle with this wall in the head, this Mauro Umkopf. I just had to say it again. <laughs> many reports state that even though the wall that was built in 1961 and fell in 1989 has been eradicated, people still in both East and West Germany live with prejudice and hatred. They have formed the wall in the head in spite of what was removed. People still act and live life like there was a physical wall still being there. They have some prejudices. They have some ideas about the way of life of the East Germans or the West side of Germany or, or whatever. Now, what was interesting, it is said, this was, this was crazy to me. It is said that some Germans even carry maps with them of where the wall used to be and refuse to cross what is now considered to be an invisible line because in their mind, the wall still exists. Isn't it amazing that as human beings, we allow certain things to be built in our minds? We get attached to attitudes and emotions that keep us locked up and locked in. We allow beliefs, philosophies, and ideals to limit us from what God has for us. Now, there may be some of you that are listening to this podcast today, and in your mind, you have built walls, and as a result, you find yourself stuck in this, in this downward spiral of negativity. You can't get it out of your mind. That, that person hurts you. That individual said this against you. This happened in your life, and you've built this wall in the head. It is there in your every waking moment of your day, this wall that continues to get higher and higher with each failure, with each word, with each struggle. And what it does, it hinders you from moving forward. And you desperately want to get rid of it, but it keeps looming larger and larger. It's like you're carrying a load, a burden around everywhere you go. Something that's blocking you. Now, we could spend a lot of time discussing different walls, but I think there are three that I believe we probably all struggle with that, that I want to touch on for just a few moments, and, and then I'll let you go for today. But number one, I think there are walls that keep you in isolation. You know, in the story of David versus Goliath, the normal rules of battle would have been for the entire Israeli army to fight the entire army of the Philistines. Knowing the success that Israel had in the past and knowing that God was for Israel, I believe that if Israel fought the Philistines, that Israel would have won. But instead, the enemy uses a tool called isolation. Say it with me isolation. And it's trying to cut the people of God off from joining together as a mighty army and bringing about deliverance. The enemy wants to make the battle become a one-on-one fight, mano y mano. Is that right? See, I've in this podcast episode alone, I have spoken German and Spanish. That's pretty powerful. But instead, the enemy uses isolation to get us to go to a one-on-one fight. And he used big, ugly Goliath to single out one person, send me one man. And then the result of that fight was going to finalize the entire battle. Goliath was singling out. He was isolating the fight. We cannot allow ourselves to get isolated. 
Walls fall and negativity collapses and wounds disappear when you join forces, when you join forces with other people that help you. The second wall that I think we all struggle with is the walls that limit our perception. Not not only do walls bring about isolation, but walls can also affect our perception. The higher the wall built, the less we are able to see beyond it. Moses, we know the story, since 12 spies into the land, the land that God had promised to give to them, the land he said flows with milk and honey, and I've given it to you. And 12 spies go in, and all saw they all saw the same thing. But 10 of them came back saying, the land was great. Truly it is, everything that God said. It's a land that flows with milk and honey. But we saw giants there, and we saw walls that fortified these cities that are going to keep us from seeing and moving past this wall. The actual verse states that they seemed like grasshoppers in the sight of the enemy. This was a wall in the head, walls that kept them. You know, walls can limit your vision. Walls can tweak your perspective of who you truly are in God. The enemy never told them they were grasshoppers. I don't find one scripture where somebody stood on a wall and said, you bunch of grasshoppers. The enemy never told them they were grasshoppers, but the perception of what they faced convinced them they were nothing more than a small insect that was just waiting to be stepped on. That wall in the head, those types of walls that limit our perception can keep us from moving forward and experiencing what is rightfully ours to have, to grasp, to experience. Finally, there are walls that keep you from possession. Walls that keep you from possession. When God finally eliminated those that did not believe, that did have the faith, and they spent 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, and it was finally over, God's people finally set out to possess the land, and the first obstacle was a city that was walled in a mighty fashion. Now, it was not coincidence that the first city they were to conquer was Jericho, fortified with a major wall that was surrounding that city. This is not just happenstance. I think there's a lesson here. Because the normal way of defeating walls doesn't work in the economy of God. Jericho was told not to come against that wall in the traditional manner. They had to come against it with specific instruction. Let me just help somebody here that's battling from walls in the head that have been passed down to you from generation to generation to generation. It's interesting that the children of Israel marched around the city of Jericho for seven days, six days without saying a word, what were they doing? I think they were breaking the curse of the previous generation who walked in circles, murmuring and complaining. That's what the Bible said they did. When God gives Jericho to them, that wall only came down with a specific shout. I think so often we try to force walls down. We try to push against them. 
you have to employ spiritual measures and tactics. If you want to break the curse of the previous generation, if you want walls to fall in your mind that have limited you, you have to do it the way that God says to do it. Employ spiritual measures. Employ spiritual tactics. Walls don't fall because you're just a good person. Wall don't, walls don't fall because you're very handsome like, like me. That, that was a joke. Don't laugh. Walls don't fall because you read your Bible once a week. Walls don't fall because you have a few moments of prayer before a meal, before you devour your Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, I got to go get me some of that. Uh, Never mind. Walls fall because you have learned that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Walls fall because you recognize no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Walls fall because you and I have learned the power of our shout, the power of our worship, the power of our identity in God. I've said it for years, and it remains even more true today. It's a lot easier to build a wall than it is a bridge. Some of you need to build a bridge over walls of negativity in your life. Ask God to help you tear down the walls because you have placed it in a location that is keeping you from moving into everything that God has for you. What is the wall in your head? What is keeping you from stepping forward? Is it a wall of isolation? Is it a wall that is limiting your perception? Can you see beyond that wall? Or is it a wall that is keeping you from possessing everything God said you could have as his child? So I'm challenging you in episode 29 that you would begin to tear down that stronghold. God wants to help you eliminate the wall in the head. Thank you so much for joining here today on the Darren Sargent Show, the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. It has been an incredible journey. This week, we jumped into the top 100. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It kind of goes in and out, but you have pushed it back there. Please rate review, subscribe, share the Darren Sargent show. I appreciate it greatly. Have an awesome day. And remember that wall in the head needs to come down.